Welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lopez. And with me always is Cheech and Chong, my friend Daryl Jaisinger. That's a weird intro, but thank you so much, Benjamin Lomas. I appreciate it. I am in a very delirious mood because I've just flown in from WA um, three hours ago. No, yeah, you sound well, stoned. You sound stoned. I am fucking, honestly, I'm on so little sleep because I took an 11 o'clock flight on Tuesday night which meant I landed in WA at about 2 a.m. Melbourne time, 2, 2.30 or whatever. So when I slept, I still woke up at like 6.30 in the hour, in the morning, WA time. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so I'm just fucked. And then I took the red eye that night. So yeah, I'm pretty, pretty fucked. You said you just had a text from a friend that you want to talk about? Yeah, no. So um, so you, see, I, so what I've been talking about this has come up between two mates, but you know, Back in the day when we had normal jobs, like, you know, back in the day you had a normal job. I had no, It's been a very long time for both of us, okay? And so back in the day, if you would call in sick, which, you know, if I, if I give the example is there were periods where I would uh, do a gig and let's just say it's a Thursday night. Uh, let's say it's at the Exford, for instance. Let's know. just say, hypothetically. But, hypothetically. And then I, uh, and then it, and it was such a fun gig and you're there with friends and we're, we're all only a couple of years in and then you start drinking. And then you drink till like maybe three or four o'clock in the morning. And then you do a bit of karaoke and then you go get Hungry Jacks. Uh, yeah. And then by the time you get home, it's five o'clock and you reek a booze and you haven't taken your clothes off. Then you call in sick the next day because you can't function. I know I can't, um, hypothetically speaking. Uh, uh, but in the case is when I used to do that. <laughs> um, Where is this going? Well, you'd have to go get a doctor's certificate. Right? Ah, okay, okay. right, right. So, so doctor's certificate. Okay. Now, I don't know in in your way, was your workplace strict about what a medical certificate was? <laughs> um, no, I think they were they were they were very understanding, and I because I could be straight up. This is the small firm, right? Yeah, okay, it was yeah. literally like seven of us or whatever, and I'd be like, "Hey, so sorry, I'm feeling completely hungover." Um. <laughs> That's amazing. Mate, I had a time. There was a St. Patrick's Day. Uh, day after St. Patrick's Day, I was chatting to my boss. While mid-conversation, I had to go run, grab his bin from under his desk and spew in it. <laughs> and- I know. Like, well, and I've talked about this, uh, and I'm going to talk about this in this year's festival show. But um, I, I would get so hungover that I would book meetings at work. And then sleep yeah. in the meeting room. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I did that. I, I, I've back when I was at uni. See, when you're working at uni, though, you expect it, right? Like, expect it at uni. I was working like for the you're... student union, or rather, I was elected by the student population to be the clubs and societies officer for the student union. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All week, I just fell asleep under the desk, and the admin lady, you know, didn't see me there. She sat and kicked me in the head and screamed. Oh, oh, oh! This is what I would do is because I was a town planner. Right, is and I, if I knew I was having a big night before, is I would uh, say I'd have to do site inspections, and right. then I so you would plan for the town as so, well as you plan for your party. yeah yeah yeah. So then I'm like, I need to check out site inspections, even though I could probably work out where I would need to go. But it's like you know, I'd have to go check out these properties, and then what I do is I'd book a car, and then I'd find a car park, and then sleep in the car for an hour, and then just come oh, back. Wow, like and, jewel. Yeah, and then, but then I, yeah, I got the idea of this guy called Jeff, who I used to work with. But Jeff would do it all the time, Jeff. and then, and then one day Jeff got caught <laughs> sleeping in the car. Yeah, and like he was sleeping in his car park, and then the manager with a whole bunch of developers walked past, and he saw him. He's like, "I'll be back in two seconds," and then knocked on the window and went, 
Uh, could you set up a meeting for us to talk about this later? <laughs> wow. So in my workplace back in the day is you mm. can have three sick days without a medical certificate. Now, right. they, they go pretty quickly because you're like, sweet, sick day, don't understand anything. Yeah, sick and they do days? That, yeah, three sick days without a medical certificate. Oh, three sick days, sorry. Without Say three sick days. Because you get 12 a year when you usually work in government. You get 12 a year. Right. And then... Because government so, people get sick more often? Uh, yeah, because they're so bored with their life. <laughs> so, uh, Can I pause for a second? There was always this theory that if you work for government, life is cushy. You oh, get better benefits. So not true. Not true? Not true. You work your ass Is it not off. true in your in your circumstance? It's not so, but I think sometimes it depends on what you do. Like, I think anyone, if you're in a position where you actually have to make reasonably large decisions, then it's always going to be stressful. And also, governments are always understaffed. Like, if you think, people think of a council worker, back in the day, a council worker is like, you. back in the, the joke was, that, you know, they have a busy day leaning on the shovel. That was always the, right, the joke yeah. in the 80s. But nowadays, if you see anyone in construction working, they're, they're, they're contracted. So they're, you know, contracted, they're unionised, and to be honest, the guy leaning on the shovel is probably getting $85 an hour. <laughs> so, 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 but nowadays, um, hang on, hold on, buddy. Sorry. Getting, it sounds like someone's knocking at the door all the time, but I think it's a oh. bird pecking on it. <laughs> You're getting trolled by a bird. Getting trolled by a bird. So and so anyway. So uh, so yeah. So it actually be quite. And it, and as a town planner, you know, I had to make, I had to make big decisions. Like back in the day, the responsibility I had is now. If anyone in my position back in the day when I did it has been taken away because it was way too much responsibility for my pay grade back in the day. Like or my taken away by computers or just they have given it to someone. No, no. They, just, they have to give it to a director. Like when I'm signing off million dollar plans. <laughs> And you're hungover. And I've been two days out of uni and I'm hungover. Right. I don't know about you, but I'm not making the, the, the right decision. No, no. Yeah. So, so then three days would go up and then I'd be like, okay, then you'd have to get a medical certificate. Now, so you never had to get a medical certificate? Did you ever have to just like... I think I did for... Um, maybe at KPMG, maybe. I can't remember, but I feel like I... Yeah, there's a vague memory. But anyway, generally speaking, no, it's not been an issue. So, because then what you do is you have to find a doctor who would give you one. Like, like there's a lot of responsible GPs out there who are like, you're not sick. I'm not giving you a fucking doctor's certificate, right? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, what, do they, what, do they, what do they stand to lose? I don't know. It's, I, I don't know exactly. So, I, I remember I'd find this one guy, right, and he was in Brunswick. And I just remember the first time I went there, someone's like, he'll always give you a doctor's certificate. And I remember once <laughs> I went there and he's just like, he didn't look up once for his desk. Yeah, are you sick? Uh-huh. What are you feeling? Oh, that's no good. Uh, okay. Didn't look up once for his guests. It's like, Dr. Stiff, he goes, do you need it for a week, two weeks, a month? It was like a month. <laughs> how, can you wow. justify, how can you justify wow. a month with a sniffly nose? I'm like, okay, okay, right. Well, it's fine. It's interesting, isn't it? Because like I, I remember last year in WA when I was there and I got the back injury happening for the first time. Man, that doctor was just chucking Oxycontin at me. And I was like, I don't want it. And then, you know, he's like, oh, but, you know, just take it in case. I'm like, I'm going to try as much as I can to manage my pain without it because I know what I'm like, you know? Oh, like, man. And we'd had Brett Blake on a Patreon episode talk about how his neck pain, you know, what started as a legitimate needing to take the, the painkillers for the, the legitimate reason meant that he became, like, hooked onto it after a while, you know? And they, and they are good. Like I've talked about my love for Endo um, <laughs> and Tramadol. 
uh, you know, they're, they're good. Look, they do their job. But again, uh, what stopped me, like I reckon the only reason that stopped me ever getting addicted to um, to that kind of stuff was uh, purely because it just makes you so constipated. And then once I didn't drink water and, oh boy, did my shit cut the insides of me. So- <laughs> well, I just want to point out though, when I said that I didn't want to take it, it's not because I have an issue with anyone taking it as much as it is more about, like if your pain is, you know, there's a reason why we have those things and people have benefits from them is because if you're in a lot of pain, yeah, fuck yeah, take the painkillers. What I'm saying is for me, in particular in my case, I felt like I was able to manage the pain without it. So why choose that option if you are someone who's prone to getting addicted to stuff? You know, totally, totally. And 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 for someone who has taken painkillers uh, before recreationally, um, you know, it's not a good thing. Like, you have know, you? Yes, 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 yes. Well, not recreationally. It's just like I don't want to drink tonight. Well, I might as well just have one of these and then go to bed. All right. So yeah, it just becomes yeah. it just becomes taking. It's like all that sense of taking the edge off, and then before you know it. You know, I have had a friend who remained nameless that, you know, one a night turns into two a night and then two a night turns into five a night. And then yeah. uh, and then before you know it, you're going from doctor to doctor, uh, uh, trying to get more and more and more and more. So, mm. you know, and that's where the, you know, there's a great Louis Thoreau, which is disturbing where he's in Philadelphia and he talks to people who are addicted to Oxycontin and it is just the worst. Like it's, a, it's quite confronting when you see people break their hand on purpose just to get the drugs. Ugh. Wow, <laughs> Benjamin Lomas. It was just heavy. So anyway, on a lighter note. So I have a friend. Right? Oh my God, we're finally back. <laughs> so, we're finally back. We have a friend who, um, and again, um, he's uh, he's really big into the natural medicines, uh, and always has been since I've known him for twenty years. But it's so funny because he goes, um, he wanted, he needed to get a certificate because he wanted to um, go get some acupuncture. He goes, yeah, I just got to get, I just got a doctor's certificate. I'm like. Uh, I was like, do you need one? He goes, yeah, 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 you can't, you need one. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure, you know, like they're, they're not a doctor. And he goes, yeah, but it's the same thing. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't reckon it's the same thing. He goes, what is it? A medical certificate is a medical certificate. And I love this. Like, I love this man. Well, in his 40s. Some could say he's approaching 50. And then he sent me a copy of the medical certificate that he will be giving to his workplace. And I just love it. I just love it when it says, uh, who in my question is suffering from symptoms who states he or she was? And usually you'd say, look, they've got a cold or in some cases, you know, back pain. I just love the description I've given here. Yeah. <laughs> Chronic conditions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Please don't Please. ask any other. What don't more do you need? What more do you need? It all. all my conditions. And you know what? They're all chronic. I love yeah. it. Like, <laughs> And Speaking was, of uh, chronic conditions, I am after a doctor who can prescribe <laughs> medical marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yes. of chronic, Speaking oh, that's very good. chronic. That's good. No, but they are. We we had uh, well, it was ages ago since we had Harley on, but since Harley's been on, you you can go see a doctor and you can get a prescription of uh, medical marijuana. You don't always yeah. just have to get it off a friend. Was that? You don't just have to get it off a friend all the time. No, no, uh, you don't have to get it off. Of, uh, like you just want. Uh, look, put it this way: the benefit I see from it is you can then a travel with it. Yes, th- that's the big one. Like, um, you know, not from necessarily again. Like, in in my case, when I've uh, had it in recent times it has been so good for my sleep like it's just you know but you, but there you gotta be careful from uh, speaking of experiences i there was a period in my life that i couldn't get to sleep without having marijuana 
oh no that's don't worry about that my my sleep apnea is so bad that i just fall asleep in the cinema <laughs> so i'm you know i have only two states either i'm dozing off or i am um do but you're you're one of these people who can sleep anywhere, right? You can just you, you, I don't want to. Like no, no, no. I wish yeah. But it is a skill. And if you ever enter the world of parenthood, it is a skill that you will cherish well, for the ben, rest of Benny, your life. Benny, this I'll, I'll say I don't I don't see it as a skill because it's not that it's happening because I'm good at napping. It's because I'm so tired that the slightest pause I get, my body shuts down. Not and put it this way, like it's I'm getting if I have a solid sleep then i wouldn't need to have these naps and stuff do you know what i mean like whereas we, I think we what, call what you you're saying king. is what you're saying is it's like what's that we call you the nap king who does i don't know but napkin nap king i don't know napkin? yeah i'm there to clean up your mess around your mouth and dick the nap king no, it's, it's not I, I know what you mean you think oh i shouldn't be resting my body shouldn't be shutting down this much but yeah it's it's not a testament to how quickly i can fall asleep anyway it's more to a testament of just how tired i am that's what i mean i just feel and and correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like most of my friends actually i can't even think of one most of my friends that have a background in asia can all sleep anywhere anytime oh interesting okay because i think this can add up given how noisy some of the places people from Asia are from, you know? Yeah, like my my, my friend Vishal, it, like, it, just stick him anywhere and he'd be like, I'll just sleep, I'll be back with you in 15 minutes. It doesn't matter, he can fall asleep. It's not fair. Like, I'm jealous. Yeah. See, that when seems we- different to mine. Mine's like, because I'd fall asleep for like two minutes and I'd wake up again. You know what I mean? Like I, you know. The, I, the, 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 yeah, I, it's on the nod. It's like I'm on heroin. I remember I traveled, when I was 18, I traveled with two friends of mine throughout Europe. Uh, great time of my life, and if you ever have a gap year, I strongly recommend you do it. It's it's it's, it's old school, but it's just I always think about those times. I look back at those photos, and as a forty two year old man, I'm like, God, I'm glad I did that at eighteen, right? And so, yeah. but I I remember the trip because I was traveling with two of my best friends who I, I'm still friends with now, and um and so the thing about it, what I love is both of them could fall asleep just like that, like and so we would travel. Like I remember once we had a sixteen hour train trip. And I didn't sleep the whole time. I just got drunk in the bar and then I just come back and I'd be sleeping. And then we get to whatever train. I remember, I think we got to like Nice in the south of France or something. And I was just like, and then they were just like ready, ready to start the day. And I'm like, I can't, I can't function. I'm hungover. I haven't slept. I, I, I was, I was so, so jealous. Jealous How long of that. were you guys traveling together for? So it was kind of fun. I was based living in Holland. So then we'd meet up, travel for maybe two months. Then have a break, not see each other for a month, and then travel for another two months. And we did oh, that, that three break times. is very smart, so that you actually yeah. have time to miss their company. Because I think a lot of people make that mistake when they go for a massive holiday with their best mate, and you know they don't realize that their friendship, you know, hadn't been tested under those circumstances. Well, my favorite is always uh, my friend Lucas and I always bring it up. Was one night we were in Chesky Kromlov, which is a small town in Czechos- uh, Czechoslovakia. Is that what the name is? Yeah. Um, you say Suvlakia? <laughs> I think I, think I, did. I think you said Suvlakia. Czech Republic. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's right. No, but no, I, but not. I'm pretty sorry I said Suvlakia. <laughs> so what is it? Slovakia. So Slovakia. Czechoslovakia. Suvlakia. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, Slo- so Slovakia. Slovakia. Oh, 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 wait. 
Think Check of think of how quickly your brain works, which is slow. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? Check your baklava. <laughs> oh my god! You, you sound like that video of the Rock that I sent you. The Rock in WWE. Oh. <laughs> Very. So, anyway, so Jesky Kromlov, amazing small little town, um, stunning, picturesque in the mountains. And um, we stayed there for like two weeks. We loved it. Um, got to know some of the locals. One night, but we'd already been traveling for like two months. So uh, we were in Prague. I think we were in Budapest. Like we'd been traveling on and we, of course, you get onto each other's nerves. But because we were young and, you know, you can't really, you, you still don't really know how to communicate properly. I remember I was walking and this shows how long the angle goes. We were pissed. We'd, uh, no, no, I remember this so vivid. We were we had eaten dinner in a castle, but in the same room as the cannon room. It was called the cannon room. So they had the old cannon still in there, and they had one table, and we just ate meat off a bone. Like it was such a fun night. An euphemism for uh, <laughs> so, like we have. So That's how we communicated. <laughs> so and I remember. So we're walking past this old bridge uh, crossing the river, and I rolled my ankle. Right, I rolled my ankle. Of course you did. Of course I did. Yeah. And I, and, um, and I was like, it was good and proper. And my friend Lucas is like, oh, are you fucking idiot? And I was like, don't you fucking talk to me like that. Yeah. And he's like trying to pick me up. And I'm just like, nah, like man, I can do it. He goes, you can't walk. And I was like, I was like, don't talk. Well, you're always talking down to me. And then I yeah. pushed him, right? Ooh. Right? And then I was like, back off. And then he pushed me back and I fell back on my ankle. I was like, oh. And he goes, I'm only trying to help. And then I turn around and I deck him. And I... Big, big swing. It doesn't knock him over, but it knocks him back. And then he goes, I do remember this. Very clearly he goes, oh. And then he turned around and fucking decked me. And then I was back on the ground again. And then we picked each other up and we were fine. <laughs> I don't like, know if I love or hate that story. But this is the thing. I remember it was like, we just had a lot. Like, I, I think that's the person. I think it's the only time I've ever punched someone. Ever. Like, I don't think I, it's ever happened again. And then I. What, what substances were you on that night? Just beer. Just beer. Oh, really? Because so, I, I, I. And in the end, was... if you think about it, it probably even it was probably. Mine was probably more open hand, if anything. But the fact that we then both struck, but it was so funny because then afterwards, the next morning, I was like, I'm so sorry I hit you guys. Mate, I'm so sorry. Like, we've never done that. He's like, hey, hey, we've got three more days before we. You know, hang out. Let's enjoy Let's it. Go somewhere to eat meat off a bone. Yeah, yeah, eat off a bone. And then, and I remember because then we found like this sort of spa retreat or something. And then, and then I didn't see them for another six months. Like you know, like that was the last bit of our trip. But it's so funny to think back because I look at those photos and I'm just so young. Like just like you know, like if yeah. you th- if you see an 18 year old now, like I'm just like you're so young. The idea that 18 year old is just traveling in Eastern Europe by themselves, <laughs> like I just. I just, yeah, I, I, just yeah. I just can't imagine my kids doing that. It's pretty crazy to think that we've accepted 18 as being like, oh, now you're equal to a 60-year-old in terms yeah. of rights. <laughs> and, I, and I used to work at a hostel, and I, I remember just seeing 18-year-olds at the bar, and then they'd, like, they'd, they'd buy a beer, and then they'd use their card, and they're like, oh, I'm out of money. I don't know how to like, – and I'm like, what do you mean you're out of money? You're like, that's it. Yeah, don't go buy it then if you're out of money, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I was like, but I don't know how to pay for accommodation tomorrow. Oh, I've yeah. got to call mum. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just, I just, again, I just like, I look it back and go. I, yeah, I think, I think it's interesting that, you know, in terms of travel, like, especially during our drinking days, I know for a fact we wouldn't have been good travel buddies because we had one night together in Adelaide. <laughs> and you lost your fucking mind. I don't know if we've told this story, but why don't you take it away? We were we were in Adelaide to do a live Dum Dum Club episode, and I think it was probably their first this? time taking the 
taking guests with them on the road, I think. I think but so. Usually... But do we know what year this is? Like... Well, of course we know. I mean, we can. it's not like it's like blurred into a year. It would have been 2013 or 14, something like that. So long ago. Yeah, 2000. I think it was 2014 from memory. Yeah, sounds But either way, so that's like eight years ago. Anyway, so yeah, we go and we get very drunk in Adelaide. And then we're staying in a hostel, all four of us, you, me, Carl Chandler and Tommy Dassler, all in a, in a bunk bed situation. <laughs> and fuck it, hell, like you had a mental breakdown, right? Oh, I just, I just didn't sleep. I didn't sleep. I didn't like, I, all I remember is just like, all I remember is like, I was like, we were drunk. It was a very funny night. Like we just absolutely like, well, it was funny because we were watching you try and pick up, which was hilarious in itself. Then we ended up in a 24 hour barricade, which was phenomenal. We'd been drinking all day, right? Drinking all day. And then when we finally went to sleep, you, you like you just snored. Like I remember I couldn't get to sleep. All I want to do. And then you had the, the, um, the iPad on the chest still playing. Like I think it was friends or something. And then, and then just sleeping. And I remember like turning off the, like, like turning, I took the, I was like, what do you do? Like, and then I, I would shake you and you just wouldn't stop snoring. So then I think I went shake to bed. Too. You know, it's illegal to shake a baby. <laughs> but you know, but then I just remember, cause I remember I was like, I shook you. And then I was like, maybe had two hours of disturbed sleep. There's no point. And then just started walking the streets of Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, and good thing there's so much happening on a weekday in Adelaide. I do remember. I was like, I remember going, there are a lot of churches here. <laughs> yeah. I look, I, obviously I'm joking about it now, but the truth is I do feel bad about those things, especially because it sort of feels like something that you're not in control of, but you're still, you know, uh, causing... It's so loud. I'm so glad that Maddie is a heavy enough sleeper that the snoring, re- sometimes it does bother her, but it's not a regular, like, thing where but also she doesn't like she too falls asleep with the phone in her hand so that's not an issue having like you know yeah 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 yeah. screen time just before bed which i know is a bad habit don't get me wrong but i mean i'm glad that yeah. we both had that bad habit <laughs> i mean i still do screen time before bed but I, I, the, the new rule i have though it was oh God, it's not even a rule it's just life now that the charger is on the coffee machine so therefore i never have the phone in the bedroom yeah right right right, right. so and, and that's been like that for what's your years. alarm clock a standard old school alarm what, so the watch. Thanks, thanks for doing that on an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my Samsung watch. So it just has uh, the alarm, which is set for, you know, these days six twenty three on the dot. Oh, okay. And then sauna time. Sauna time. So you tagged me in a uh, post by Andrew Huberman, a dude who I really love. And uh, uh, yes, uh, is he a neuroscientist? Yeah, he's a neuroscientist. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I like his. What did he say about saunas? There was. Something about uh, that if you have it four times a week, you have a fifty percent less chance of dying. <laughs> well, dying from a heart cardiovascular. Dying from heart, so yeah. Which because is something- you you saying fifty percent less chance of dying means if you go to a sauna for four times a week, you're immortal. I'm immortal. I'm actually Sorry, a vampire. Fifty percent of the cha- the fifty percent of the people who do that will be immortal. That's what you're saying. The um no, it's funny because I do I do like him and I do use the sauna a bit. But today, I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, is uh, it is a, a thunderstorm warning and also increased pollen and, and for asthma sufferers. And I dropped the kids off this morning and I had to run into a chemist and get Ventolin because I was struggling to breathe. Like it's a real thing for asthma. Like when the when the big asthma thunderstorm happened a couple of years ago. Look, maybe maybe I, I'm maybe I'm so like tired like, that 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 I it's hard for me to catch what you're saying. But I lost you. But you said, oh, I like Andrew Huberman, but. 
There's an asthma warning tomorrow. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just didn't want to. Fa- I just, just when this comes out, which is, uh-huh. I think it's already passed, but yes. at the moment now, because of the hay fever that's so bad, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pollen in the air, mm-hmm. and that affects asthma sufferers. Okay. And I still have mild asthma, which I don't really notice because I don't smoke anymore. Right. The only time I do notice and it really kicks in is when there's uh, the headline, pollen in the air. Pollen in the air, but they do warnings on. And at first, I just didn't think it, it would happen. Like they said, oh, there's a warning. Hey, if you're asking stuff, really be careful. And then I dropped the kids off at school this morning. And then I came back and I had to go into the chemist because I didn't have my Ventolin. Like I don't usually have right. it with me. Right, and right, then, right. Um, and it's, you know, it's a steroid just to, you know, stop the tightness in the lungs. But So do you com- now have you capable, are you able to keep the Ventolin in your pocket? Yeah, and I usually have it in my bag. So if I go for a big ride and, oh. you know, something happens, I usually have a couple of puffs. I, it, it does work. At the same time, I feel like how much of it is, you know, just your brain tricking you that everything's okay as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what did they have to do with the sauna and Andrew Huberman? Oh, breathing. Sorry, that's where I was going to make the link. (laughs) My God, it's almost like you're stoned. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so then in the morning, um, the circular, I've been trying to not do the circular breathing, but. I had this meditation thing on my watch in the morning and the God, timing. Your watch is really getting a good uh, shout out today. My, my, I, seriously, it broke and I, and I lasted maybe a day without it. Like I couldn't believe how much I relied on it. Do you see text messages on it? Yeah. Right. So I it just, I, I didn't, I, I rely on it for so many, like for my alarm clock, that's one I always use it and I need to use it every day. Mm. My timer on stage like I just like I don't I I usually know how long I've done, but because I've had it for three years now, I just set it every time I go on stage. Yeah. So then I just I and then I don't have to worry about time. Then you just have all the fun you have in the world, and then it goes off and go. Oh, well, I guess that's it. All right, we'll wrap you it up. Give yourself a buffer on stage. Yeah, I give like so. I always set with one minute to go. Right. So you know, like, and it depends on where club. But like, big one. The big one is corporates where you don't have a red light, <laughs> and also and sometimes they don't go well. So you just want to feel that vibration on your wrist to remind know that you that you're not dead. Yeah, yeah, and that it's so close to the end. <laughs> so uh, I wish I knew what you're talking about. I've never had a bad uh, never had a bad corporate lies. Never had a bad lies. corporate. Spread the word to all, all the companies out there. Never had a bad corporate. <laughs> Uh, which is obviously not true. Um, but yes, I did tag you and I'm loving the sauna and people go, what? But it's summer. And I was like, I will do it all the way through summer. Uh, that's how much I love it. Like, even mm. Yeah, just... I don't think the summer is a deterrent for me. You know, mm-hmm. I, um... so a lot of people are like, why would you want to be hot again after being hot? <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> but I was like, it's the cold shower. Don't forget. like, Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Look, and we have also established that that sauna and, and that whole ritual that you have in the morning really benefits you mentally anyway. So fuck exactly. any of the, I just, yeah, I'm sick of people saying, why would you do that? It's like, fucking don't do it. No one's telling you to do it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> totally. And then, and, and yeah, it's so funny. Cause it's like, you know, like it's just part of, you know, that's why it's like, I, people go, Oh, why do you always want to get on early? I was like, I want to get on early at a gig so I can then go to bed early so I can get the right amount of sleep to then have the sauna. Like I still like, if, I, if the gig's too late, then I, you know, I still need my seven and a half hour sleep. I just still like, that's my, that's my dream. If I have more than eight, my back starts to go. If I have less than seven, like anywhere between seven and eight is just for me, the perfect amount. If I can get that, then, then I, and then, then set up the sauna. I'm just set up for the day. And I did it today. Like, you know, we, you know, I was really excited about doing this podcast before I don't see you for a while. 
and then you know and then i'm just getting ready because i'm going to the gold coast uh next week uh well no leaving tomorrow so um so yeah just trying to get everything so people ready. are listeners in gold coast go check out ben or go to basedcomedy.com.au i think it is to and find uh out. and if you have any uh cool things to do in the gold coast uh, yeah make fucking movie world yeah, I'm not really a theme park kind of guy. Like, I'll, I'd go with a friend if I have a friend up there who's willing to go. But I don't. I've got one friend up there, but we're going to go for a hike in the rainforest. That's more. That's pretty cool. Awesome. thing. So, um, so we'll do that. But yeah, oh, otherwise, Ben, we got to do a Gold Coast trip together so we can do um, we can do the Superman ride together. It is. I, I think I've. You done know, I'm not a roller coaster guy. I don't know that, but tell me, what do you mean you're not a roller coaster guy? I'm just terrified of them. Okay, fair enough. Then don't go on them. I mean, put it this like no, I said I didn't mean that sarcastically. I'm like, no, 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 fair enough. If that's like I'm it's impressed meant to be fun go, experience. Yeah, but I'm always though. impressed. I'm always impressed with people who can do it. Like they were like, I'm looking forward to a roller coaster. And I'm like, Oh mate. Wow. Why? Oh dude. Who I can't looks tell forward you. to that? Yeah, like seriously, the only reason I go to Movie World is because of the roller coasters, especially the uh, the Joker DC villains one, where you you can you can go frontwards or backwards. It's <gasps> like uh, I'll um, yeah. Oh, dude, it's so scary! It's one of the steepest uh, drops in Australia, and it is so frightening. And uh, what also amazes me is that's the speed that Formula One drivers are are moving at when they're turning corners. They're getting that's more insane. G-force. Oh, it's nuts! Imagine that. So yeah, roller coasters and Formula One drivers. It's, it's the same feeling. So imagine having to then, you know, navigate corners and turns. I just can't imagine it. And because I was looking at that, because I was like, look at where I'm standing. I was like, oh, there's SeaWorld. Um, and then, um, uh, <laughs> you know, it's really funny. Like a guy I work with at ABC, uh, the floor manager there, uh, uh, Darren, he goes, he was like, he Darren was like I, was, uh, I was like, I was just on, I was on my phone. And he goes, uh, he goes, I was like, on my Instagram, he goes, oh, he's looking at one of my stand up reels. He goes, dude, that's not many views. I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? He goes, I don't know. I've got 25 million views on uh, on my uh, YouTube video. I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, 25 million. I went viral. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he showed me, he goes, and I don't know if you've ever seen this footage, but I had actually seen this footage. He was at SeaWorld, no, in, in Atlanta, right? Back in like, the, I think the, like the mid nineties. And he filmed when a killer whale uh, just ate a pelican. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> it was because then you know that you know the you know the series um, Blackfish. Have you seen that one? Uh, but it was a series, but it was a documentary, not a series. Yeah, yeah it was a documentary. It's like they hit him up, going, "We would really want that footage because it just shows an example of killer whales just losing their mind, right?" right. Uh, and then they offered him a large sum of money, and he thought it was just a joke. Like he's like, "Whatever, yeah, no, yeah. you can't do it." Right? And then and it's so funny because then now I, after seeing the documentary, and I was like, maybe I'll go to SeaWorld. Out of all of them. I'll go to SeaWorld while I'm up there, right? Like, that's the one I probably like. But then part of me is like... The kids are going to hate you. Yeah, I know. Like, like and that's that's literally the reason why I, I cannot go to SeaWorld uh-huh. and then my kids back in Melbourne go, fuck you, okay? Well, you just got to do a thing that your kids wouldn't want to do. So go say hi to the meter maids. Uh, <laughs> is that still I, a thing? I don't know, actually. I don't know. For international listeners who don't know what yeah. meter maids are, please. How would you <laughs> meter explain? Meter maids is there was there was where did it start with like all the shops like they put in uh, parking restrictions and then you had to put money in uh, the parking meters, right? And so uh, businesses were like, "Oh, this is going to stifle business." So then the businesses got together and hired meter maids, which was 
just uh, bikini models, uh, or just women in the bikinis models, but just walking around the street in high heels. Do you just try not to get cancelled uh, by talking about bikini models? Well, is is that a cancelable thing? No, but I just, okay. why did you correct yourself there? Well, I just assume not all of them were models. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think like, if you're getting, you know, you're wearing swimsuits to attract people's attention, I think you can count yourself as a model. Like at that point, I just it feels like, you know, like, I mean, I, I can imagine a lot of people saying they're models. You know, like we made a lot of people who say they're comedians. And nah. oh, I see what you mean. Like <laughs> yeah. just jumping up on stage three, four times and then referring oh, to yourself yeah. as a comedian. I'm a full time comedian. And look, we. Oh, we okay. No, no, no. Point taken. You're right. Yeah. Maybe they're just like starting out, or maybe they're just yeah, yeah sure. So. So, but then what they do is they would put the money in the meter, so then no one would ever get fined. And I, and yes. I, I, I can't imagine if and I so can't they imagine that's still on a donations thing. from tourists taking photos with them and stuff. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Would then put that money into into the meter. Such that's a weird, the especially now considering all of its payless. <laughs> like, oh, pay wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, no. Like everyone's like, I haven't. I think it's money. pronounced. I think it's considered cashless, not payless. Have you been just walking out of supermarkets? <laughs> Going, sorry guys, it's payless. And payless. I choose payless. I don't know about you, but inflation, I don't feel a thing. <laughs> but yeah, cashless, you mean. Okay. Yeah, because everyone's got like an app, which kills me though, because it, it's great because then you can just determine what, what time you're going to do. But the amount of yeah. time I was like, I'll be here for two hours and then I'm only there for 10 minutes. And then yeah. I paid for two hours because so I've forgotten to fucking turn the thing off. So, but, you know, new age dad trying to blend in with the um, times. With the but kids? Yeah, yeah kids, look, um, so yeah, I so think, yeah, I uh, was speaking of sort of the the um, um, issues around cardiovascular. I had a follow up with my cardiologist, and my cholesterol and everything is down. Everything's good, um, but there are a couple of things in the evening session that I'm missing, um, like the medication. I keep forgetting to take them because of a, yeah, because like morning makes sense, right? You get up, you have before your coffee. Put a reminder on your smartwatch. Yeah, no, I'm not that smart to put that. Down. <laughs> No, yeah, obviously, like, here's the, the thing is, obviously, I've done all that, yet I still keep fucking it up, because if you have a reminder every, like, sometimes the reminder kicks in while you're on a flight, or, you know, about to go into a gig, you're like, oh, I'll do that when I get home, or whatever, and you just forget, and I'm, so I've been fucking that up, so, yeah, he said to try and get more consistent on that, but, yeah, I was What does it do I, when you don't take it? Nothing noticeable, um, because it's blood pressure, blood thinners, uh, cholesterol so all those are like long-term you know things. Yeah, okay, okay. you know like it, it's not like um i don't know like a antidepressants or painkillers it doesn't kick in or if it's yeah, kicking yeah, yeah. in i don't see it it's like reducing the cholesterol in my blood which i can't feel <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah 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 so yeah that was good that was fine um but yeah other than that he sort of said look i'm because I'm on the meds, pretty much every bit of advice for me now is as is the same as anyone else, like a 20-year-old footy player regarding what's good to eat and stuff for the heart is the same advice now for me because right. I have the, the medication to do some of the heavy lifting. Yeah, that's great. That's all good news though, isn't it? It is. I think I was hoping to get off some of the meds, but he said, oh, okay. you know, he okay. said, because it is. So what he did do was he gave me certain, certain pills that have that, that I'm taking in the evening to have it in the morning session as well. So just knock it off in the one go. But there is one particular med that still has to keep happening in the evening till April. So once I get to April at the anniversary of the heart attack, then I can just fucking be a morning pill person. 
Yeah, great. I, I mean, yeah, I, I've had to start taking medication for my reflux, so I'm taking a pill a day. Are you yeah. taking Nexium? Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's, oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, because I was eating too many Gaviscon. I... <laughs> my doctor's like, "You need to slow down on the Gaviscon. It, there's a problem there." So yeah. you know, it's you can't eat them like Smarties. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to sure. say though, it's it's I, I, on the on the topic of pills. If we have any listeners who are pharmacists or listeners who know pharmacists, please pass on to them that if you have a 37 year old, 38 year old man coming in with heart medication he probably doesn't want you to hear you say oh is this for you oh usually we give this to only eight-year-olds oh wow i've never seen anyone so young have these bills for before man it's happened so many times it's happened at least that's i know and i know the feeling twice or thrice it's happened already so i'm fucking shitty you need to come up with a creative comeback no because this whole fucking hard thing i've got no creativity around it and i feel very sad and traumatized by that whole thing and i haven't found anything funny it's not like i'm doing a show about it next year <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know, but you know, I, do you remember when I, I had hip surgery like in my mid-20s mm. and then i remember i was like in a way like i was in at a hospital somewhere and i was waiting to see a specialist and everyone in the in like everyone was like you know 80 80 70 80 90 and one guy turns around and goes so Whose granddad are you picking up? I was like, no, nah, the appointment's for me. He goes, oh, you're Well, he thought young. you were there for dating granddads. Which granddad yeah. are you picking up? <laughs> yeah, which one, you, which one are you taking home after their appointment? I was like, come on. Like, yeah. I was like, he goes, mate, you're too, you're too young to have hip problems. I was like, well, no, I do have hip problems. Like, I, yeah, I'm a, like, no, you're not wrong. You're actually <laughs> right. I am too young to have this, but fuck you, I have it. So stop drilling down on me. That's brutal. That's brutal. Anyway, okay. well, um, a bit of, uh, bit of uh, heart issues. Uh, darling, I'm happy you're okay. Um, uh, so uh, we should probably wrap it up. Uh, love Let's you. wrap it up. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, in exciting news, as this comes out on the Friday, comes out the Saturday, I, uh, myself and Maddie, we go to Sri Lanka for a week. So she's meeting my family for the first time. And then from there we oh, go. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean oh, already? Oh, that's exciting. Oh, for some reason, I just seem to have already met. Yeah, yeah. So meeting mom and dad for the first time. Then we go to India and he's she's meeting... My brother. Has she been to Sri Lanka or India before? No, no. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's amazing yeah. to not only go see, you know, your partner's parents, but also, you know, two amazing countries. Well, you know, like... this is the advantages of dating a, a brown fellow. Uh, yes, yes, there are advantages. Or, lass. You know what I mean? This is the benefit of dating benefit. or any color, to be honest, that isn't yours. <laughs> you get to see, have some cultural experiences. Um, so, that'll be fun. Right. Well, awesome. This is my soapbox for interracial breeding. <laughs> okay. That took a turn, but I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. You and Maya have similar cultural backgrounds. even though um, German, Dutch. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Dutch, very similar. Yeah. So your kids are as white as they come. Yeah. <laughs> well, in saying that, blonde and blue eyes. I sometimes wonder if they're even mine. <laughs> Jesus. That, that took a turn. Because uh, oh. uh, I, I th last time I checked, brown hair and brown eyes was the dominant gene. But not for those kids. <laughs> Wait, hang on. So does your partner have blue eyes? Blonde and blue eyes, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, but it usually usually it swings the other way. Like That's why it's just so funny. Like, But I think the thing about it is, as I've said on this podcast before, when I was younger, I had blonde curly hair. <laughs> 
I don't think that's true. <laughs> I'll send a photo. There's no photo. I'll send a photo. There's no photo of it? What are the chances? The, no, there is a photo. Ah, oh, there is a photo. Okay. Blonde curly hair. I was a stunning yeah. baby. I are you sh- Yuck. That's a weird <laughs> sentence. What a hot baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> In the words of Taylor Swift, what a sexy baby. Uh, so good. Uh, Shout out I, to any other Swifties out there who are excited uh, about the new Taylor Swift album like I am. Uh, gosh. Uh, uh, oh, so, you don't like Taylor Swift? Uh, it, it just all sounds the same. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, if you are in, I'm in the Gold Coast all next week. So come uh, check out Base Comedy. And tomorrow night, if you're in Brisbane, uh, uh, I'll be at uh, Good Chat and the Sit Down Comedy Club. So Excellent. that's tonight. Actually, tonight. If you're listening to this and you're in Brisbane, go, go see me tonight. I'm in On Brisbane. On Friday. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, yeah, don't have anything to plug other than keep an eye out for the, uh, the new, next new year's show. tour. The yes. uh, poster and everything is out. And uh, uh, sorry, is in design process of being designed. Yes. So when that comes out, I'm excited. I have my but... photo shoot today. Oh, having it this what's evening. your show called? Uh, any more questions? <laughs> Sounds familiar. Uh, you came up with the title, so oh, uh, yeah. So I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, questions? it was on the pod, didn't it?" It yeah. was on the pod. And I was like, "Any yeah. more questions?" I was like, "That's perfect." So uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting photo shoot. So I'm going to try and yeah, do it okay. with uh, 300 people. So that'll be interesting. So for the photo shoot with 300 people, yeah. Oh, very cool, Ben. Love to love so, it. Love it. We'll see how that goes. Cool. All right. Uh, awesome. Uh, thanks, Patreon. Uh, Always, we so love your support. We've got we've got a uh, guest episode coming up the following week, which we've already recorded, but yes. we don't have one for the week after. So just heads up in case you might see a gap in the calendar. We'll do our best to try and get we'll it in. We'll try and do our best. Uh, I've said that sentence before. I'll do my best <laughs> to try and get it in. But uh, looking torturous. <laughs> uh, uh, right. we'll, we'll, cool. Something. All right, done. All right, take it. Love you. Bye. Bye.